Hello. Hello. If you'd like to listen to Running Commentary ad-free and get access to other exciting advantages. And support us in our dotage. Yes. Subscribe to us on ACAST Plus now. Subscribe to the Plus and get the good stuff from us. Brilliant. Yeah. That was brilliant. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Have you run already? No. 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 Let's go. No. 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 Well, what a beautiful day, as we were just saying. Yeah, it is gorgeous, isn't it? It's interesting. We were saying that the weather in London is it's easing off the high summer. It's been quite a subtle. Yes. Yeah, the yeah, weather yeah. hasn't broken in, in some of the dramatic ways. Although it poured it down last night, didn't it? Yeah, but even then it was a shower, you know, and it passed. Yeah. And today it's, it's, it's still good, nice. Yeah. good several degrees cooler. There's possibility of a shower, but... It's mild, the sun's shining right now. In fact, the call was layers, wasn't it? I see you've got one layer. Yeah, yeah. But you have shucked it. Yeah. So it's right on the line. And And we're we're in in Hyde Park. Which is nice. Yeah, Yeah. it is nice. Nice and different, isn't it? I should think you haven't been here for a while. I was here with Ivo. Yeah. Not so long ago. But it's so lovely. It is nice, yeah. planned this for a little while, so to be here in the sunshine is uh, is a scoop. Really nice by the Italian guns on Marlborough Mal- Gate. Yeah, Lancaster Gate. Said Marlborough by the thing, mate. But it is Lancaster Gate. Oh, well, I don't know. But, Probably um, a little bit of both. But uh, regardless, we're here for a nice little 10K. Yeah. And a little. No, uh, it's bloody. We're going to row about the game. And a little. Uh, ruin the day. Great North. Great North run. Yeah. Breakdown. Well, it's Wednesday now, and these are literally, you said did I run here, and they didn't. These are literally my first The first steps, steps. since... Uh, since what was quite a tough day. It was a tough apparently, day. Apparently, sort of. Yeah. Heat-wise. Completely. Yeah. In fact... Kind of recalibration yeah, of what you wanted from it. Change your change of yeah. plans. I, uh, in fact, that makes me think, uh, tangent before we get started on that. I think that uh, 
our friend uh, Jules was very lucky because the Richmond Run Fest marathon was cancelled, wasn't it, was during it really? the run? Oh, right. Okay. Was it yeah, really? Yeah, What, during the race itself? During the race itself. Because? Because of the heat and because right. people suffering in the heat. Right. Apparently, they sent, like, an have done an apologetic statement saying that two of their water stations were out of water at one stage. Right. And basically... And that's no good. They did the 10K on Saturday and it went okay, so they thought, well, yeah. it should be fine tomorrow. Yeah. And... Uh, because, of course, it was hot Saturday, too. And then they just found they had so many people in difficulties on Sunday yeah. that they were running out of assistance crews. Wow. And they are running out of water. So yeah. they called it off. Well, I don't know how wow. it worked in terms of timing. At what, what stage? anyone yeah. finished it. <laughs> yeah. And how many yeah. people were running it. But I know that there were... Morning Magpie, there were a thousand people running it when they called it off. Wow. So, uh, wow. hell of a thing, I mean... That's quite dramatic. It's yeah. quite difficult to call a marathon off mid-marathon, isn't it? That's right. I mean, yeah. Just the practicalities of that. Yeah. Look at that view there. Try, try and get you in front of it without stopping. Here we go. Here's Paul and the art and the view up to... What's, it, what's that palace? Kensington Palace? And yeah. Across the round pond, but you can't see it from here. Yes, that's my house. Yeah. <laughs> Some people here. A bit of volunteering going on. Some gardening. That's a bit nice. of corporate volunteering, a bit of Bloomberg. Nice. Do you want to help them out? Stop doing some gardening? Running. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, if you haven't got water stations at a, at a hot marathon, that's no good, is it? It's key, isn't it? That is potentially dangerous, isn't it? I think also a strange yeah. thing about it, comparing that and the Great North Run, I mean, absolute kudos to the Great North Run. They had to... Uh, they were sorry later about travel connections, but they don't control that, and that was weather-related. Yeah. I think that there's a... Because it started to really rain, didn't it? Afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> okay. And um, the funny thing is... Ooh, I'm in the tunnel. Ooh, coming out by the serpentine. Oh, look at that. Sorry, look at that young cormorant on the post. That's brilliant. Oh, no, I'm just a seagull like the others. No, you're not, mate. Just joined... And this coot over here again. Just join the seagull gang. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can. Yeah, no problem. I like to hang with these guys. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty cool, actually, the seagulls. Um, yeah, I was going to say, a Great North Run, of course, is an enormous event. Yeah. And I think it's more runners than the London Marathon. Right. I might have that wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's about, for, yeah, it's it's a, tens thousand? of thousands, isn't it? 40,000, yeah. I don't know. Lot, anyway, it's the loads same. Loads of them. Loads. It's the same kind of scale as a big city marathon. Yeah. And as a result, you guys thank you. Just they've got to be ready for anything, haven't they? Yeah. And so, brilliant organisation. It was very hot out yeah. there, and they were saying to be careful. For me, it's my personal journey. I had a... I knew I, I said to you last week, didn't I? If it's too hot, yeah. I, won't, I won't be running it flat out. Yeah. I had a nice little uh, moment as well when uh, I know it was Martin saying, I reckon 136, Rob. And you know, that's good maths. He was, that was a really yeah. valid <laughs> contribution after yeah. my 10 in the woods, which, as we know, our 10 was quite uppy and downy. Yeah, it was quite hard work, yeah. But what I suddenly remembered on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning, as distinct from the weather, is that the Great North Run is not a fast course. It's not a PB. Um, um, because? Because it's uphill all right. the way. It doesn't yeah. seem like it is. I don't, I, it can't be. 
Yeah. But it really is. Right. <laughs> it feels uphill all the way. Yeah, yeah, and in a very physical sense, you know, you, you uh, seriously ask anyone, that's just what it feels like. You, yeah. You're downhill in the first mile. And then after that, I was thinking, in mile three, mile five, mile nine, ah, oh, this is the one with that sort of, not particularly steep, but kind of slightly demoralizing steady heel in the second half of the mile. Yeah. That's true of every mile. Right. Except the first mile. And yeah. you really don't notice the downhills. Yeah. Particularly in the body of the thing, once you've done the first two miles. So it really you tears, you, tears you up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And, and because it's, as I say, it's very absolutely full of people, just, it's not, any, there's plenty of room for everyone. It's not choked up. But you've but got to concentrate a bit. And you, you see them, you know? You know when you've got a slight incline ahead of you? Yeah. And it just looks like a box with 2,000 people in it. You've seen this in, the, I'm sure you've seen it in the marathon at some point. It makes me think of New York. And, uh, yeah, you get that a lot at the Great North Run. Yeah. There's a little hill. That's the next thing I've got to take on. Anyway, so that was before I even took on the weather. I thought, now wait a minute. My experience of this marathon says, no, it's not that fast. Half marathon, sorry. And then it was warm. Hot yeah. and sunny out there. Normally, I would absolutely love the fact that it starts at 11 and not 9 a.m., but, but unfortunately, on gives it a couple more hours for Sunday, the heat. Yeah, it would have been nice to get out ahead of the uh, yeah. of the heat. And it, I got hot waiting to start, I'm thinking maybe I should have a hat. Didn't take my hat. More cormorants. Look at these guys. Yeah, we hang with cormorants actually. Yeah, we've cormorants, cormorants uh, together. We've uh, lost a cormorant. I don't know whether you've seen one. Thinks he's a bloody seagull. Actually, missing one there. Yeah. In the formation of it. Yeah, that's right. I'm sure. Have you seen? He's meant to be standing sentry at the. the yeah, uh, he's, he's on post four. Yeah. Post four. I had him down for 10 a.m. Um, yeah. So, as soon as you start, you get into. You're going downhill under under a uh, a road above you. So brilliant dose of cool and downhill to start the run on. Yeah. Which is very nice. Yeah. And uh, and also after two miles, if you shifted over to the right, you uh, there's tree cover and there was shade there too. Yeah. I was really seeking out the shade and you could really feel the difference. But um, other people weren't. Right. Um, I don't know if... They weren't seeking out the shade. No, I thought the yeah. shade was going to be was going to be absolutely Grounded. full of people, right. but they were more kind of just following the line, which is another good instinct to like get there as soon Quick as possible. Just yeah. try not to dive around, you know. Anyway, really nice, good atmosphere, very hot, and uh, I just uh, went steady. I just thought it's not going to be super fast. Yeah. In real terms, I'm probably not going super slow because I'm running in an event, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what I really want to do is just keep on keeping on. Keep finished steady. Go steady. Yeah. I was listening to music and the music just repeatedly kept throwing up. I don't know if there's anyone else anywhere who's using... People, when you talk about using music to run or exercise, right? Yeah. You imagine it's... You can listen to something that goes... Yeah, you know? And I was basically playing the opposite card to that. Right. I got to one of those climbs I was talking about. I thought, just hang in there, push up here. You'll be 
it's still going to feel tired and hot at the top, but it won't be, you know, it will ease off. Yeah. And the music that played was just really, really spacious, no drums, no vocals. Nice, nice. And I was like, yeah, just use that. Just study. It's, it's a lesson in not going at it, just yeah. riding it. You know, it's very zen. And that happened over and over again, even in the last mile, I had a bit of really kind of chill dub, you know. Right. The music was always saying, just take Chill it out. easy, go steady. It's funny, because I went on a, on what was meant to be a long Sunday run on Sunday. Yeah. I didn't get to bed till like 3 a.m. I was tired, so it was a bit... Just driving back from somewhere. Just driving back from somewhere, yeah. yeah. So it ended up, it ended up just, I just ended up doing 10 miles. Yeah. And it was just really hard work all the way. It was really hot. It's a different I thing. felt powerless immediately. You know those ones yeah, where you set yeah. off and you think, I've just got nothing here, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's different physics, isn't it? Because you, your body always, I said it before, but this is important context for it. I, do th I don't think we know this stuff um, in a primal, subconscious way. You have to consciously say to yourself, I'm not weak, I'm not sluggish. I, these, the physics here are different. Yeah. Because the heat, you have the to The heat totally does change it, yeah. I think, and it's difficult with an event because people set out to do something. Yes. And it just takes them by surprise when they yeah, can't yeah, yeah. do it. They've been hijacked, haven't they, a little yeah, bit? Yeah, and I think that's where, totally understandably, I think when people do get into difficulties, it's often that, particularly if you're a fit person, a young person, yeah. you're expecting, down on the training, you're expecting this time. Yeah. You just sit out there and go for it. Yeah. And of course, some people do. Yeah. I saw someone posting saying, oh, so-and-so, some 22-year-old's half marathon smashed it faster than he thought, you know. Yeah. Really fast times. But, but like Joel Domit went that, in that fast London marathon, he just went off like a whippet and ran around it. Like, right, yeah, yeah. What, in the hot one? Yeah. Right. Okay. But for all them, there's people coming up against it. By the time you start addressing the fact that you feel a bit off, it can be too late. Yeah, yeah, totally. You, really yeah, you finish that, yeah. But I... Uh, so, you, so you just did, you did it steadily? Yeah, and it was very much a question of... I wasn't being clever and putting my foot on the brake. I was, it, was, it was hard to run as hard as I did. Yeah. But it was clear to me that it, that it wasn't going to be... You know, that it wasn't going to be my fastest time or anything. Yeah. And sure enough, I ran steady. Good splits, but it kind of faded a bit. Yeah. And I came in... I was either 148.09 or 149.08. Yeah. Probably the latter. Just under um, one hour 50, which wasn't really a surprise to me at all. It just felt great, you know? Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I really did. I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it was, yeah, it was tough out there. Our friend Stuart, my, who after run Strath. Yeah, we would keep meeting at park runs. He ran can well. We, can we grass it a bit? Do you had mind? a good time. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. And he, uh, he said, yeah, I ran well, drank water at every water station. He came in over the finish line, turned off his Garmin. Collapsed. And yeah, next thing he remembered, he's in a tent under an ice blanket. Really? Oh my goodness. So, really? you know, oh my that's goodness. a bit of a shock, isn't it? That is... Uh, and you can imagine it. We've yes. Been, we've been, you can imagine... You get locked into race mode and don't yeah, realise what's right. happening. And his body, his body stepped up. Well, yeah. No, in the, he's running on thinking, I can do this, hold this. And then the moment he stopped, literally collapsed. I mean, wow. Wow. it shows how close to the line well, Let's hope his recovery okay it. from that. Yeah. Yeah. He seems to be okay. His daughter got another PB at Parkrun on Saturday. Right. Night. So maybe... Yeah, she should have done it. <laughs> but, um... 
you know, you can just, I can totally imagine being in Stuart's shoes. That finish line factor and that kind of putting it out there. And yeah, the rules, like you were saying, the rules have been changed. And little but up, by nature, you know. Yeah. A little update on people regularly get in contact with us on how they're going. There's a bit of a, a bit of an injury scare for Nicola Cartlett, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Setting off on a 20-mile run. After a, a after a fast part after run. After a fast part run. Bit of a pain. I think in her knee, if I re- remember correctly. Yes. And she pulled it She pulled it after nine miles. Yeah, she, which is a good call. But Yeah, she said she probably should have stopped earlier, but she had to run through it. It's... Uh, Let's hope that works out, because it's worrying, isn't it? Yeah. Let's face it. She's, she's had a real good block of training, as loads of people have. Yeah. The event's getting closer. She's peaking time-wise. Everything's in the right direction. All, all I can say is that if she does get that sorted fairly quickly, it doesn't mean you can't still have a great marathon. No, that's right. It's just Psychologically, kind of I think, across the board, it does seem like the because you want the fitness and the confidence... The temptation always seems to be to overtrain rather than undertrain. It can be, yeah, certainly, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's loads of people who undertrain disastrously. Yeah, but but if you had a choice, who reports to us about their training is doing a lot of training. Yeah, if you had a choice, you'd want to line up slightly undertrained as opposed to yeah. a little bit overtrained because you. That's just a a deadened state that you feel in your legs, don't you? That yeah, overtrained yeah, yeah. sensation. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's the opposite of, of the freshness that you want to feel yeah, when you line up, you know. Yeah, that kind of, uh, the, your body got it, that, that's, if you get the taper exactly on point and your training hasn't hurt. It's a great feeling. get feel. to that start line and your body's like, let me at him, yeah, let me at him, let's go, let's go, we can, we can, yeah. we can do this stuff. But then, as opposed then, to, do we have to? Oh. Oh, boring. I've done it. Yeah. Done, done it done already. It. I think we've done it. Yeah. I think that, having said all of that, I think that just heat-wise, having run 16 miles the week before for me was great. Yeah. I was talking to our friend Angie Andrews and met up with her and yeah. Alison Paul, who was running on Sunday as well, while I was in Newcastle. And... Uh, we were just saying how, uh, you know, it's interesting the different ways we chunk things down. Yeah. Really interesting when you and I did the kind of chase. But f- for me, you know, learning the map helps me make the race seem shorter. Yeah. Uh, having done it a few times, um, listening to music breaks yeah. it down. And with the short, not short distances, but shorter distances, the laps really help. Yeah. In that 10 miler really did feel like a 10k in a way that a 10k really does feel like a park run to me. Yeah. You can kind of trick yourself with the laps. Yes, you know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I say all that because, oh God, it went. Because um, the Great North Run is the opposite of that. You can't help it. It's such a big event. It just feels enormous. Just lasts for ages. Yeah, and I've done it lots of times and everything, so I'm familiar with the course. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's, it's the same length as any other 13 mile run. <laughs> But it feels like uh, there's a magnitude to it. And in lots of good ways. You know, it's a big event. I saw the red arrows go past. It's amazing yeah. running out across the time bridge. It's but that thing of kind of breaking it down into its constituent parts, I find it just feels a bit like running a marathon, really. But yeah. then you get to the end and you think, wow, it's finished already. I feel great. It's just weird. <laughs> well, yeah, because I did a... Ten mile on the road because I thought I've got to get used to running on the road for yeah. fairly long distances at some point. See my body Where were you? Up. Where was this? I went round. Uh, I went. 
from my house, sort of zigzagging around the back of Ali Pali where the uh, YMCA 10K goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then so I went, some gradient as well. Yeah, and then I went out to, I went up into Barnet and Finchley and round there and then back down through Archway. They're your lawyers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And it <laughs> well, was... I'm glad you'd come into them. Yeah. Just sign these papers, please. Mr. Finchley's got something like you to take a look at. George Barnett here. <laughs> <laughs> and it was... Uh, and you a comment? And it was only ten miles. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was a lot, lot, lot more. Right. So you, but you got home until how far you got? But it lasted a lot. Yeah. Felt like it was going on forever. And also the and also my watch was like, the pace was obviously messed up on the Garmin. It was going from like nine minute kilometres to four minute kilometres. Oh yeah. None of which I was doing. So it sort of lost you. Do you know bit. what I mean? So yeah. it was all a bit confusing. Do you want to come left with me and go on the grass here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. We've just shifted out of Hyde Park into Kensington Gardens. Oh, Kensington Gardens, hello. I'm your accountant to uh, Barnett and Finchley. And I noticed you're training for the York Marathon. <laughs> when you were saying that about running in the heat and, you know, not being as far as you thought and stuff, that's the other thing is when you're on unfamiliar ground and feeling hot, it's always disappointing how far you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. nice running in events, isn't it? We were talking, for some reason yesterday, me and my wife were talking about the uh, virtual London Marathon. Yeah. Oh, nightmare. So yeah. hard. I didn't envy you that, I must no. say. I didn't yeah. envy myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> look at that. And, and, uh, isn't that absolutely glorious? It's really good. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Up against the sky. Two weeks to put that up. Two weeks, mate. Yeah, yeah. That was when workmen had a work <laughs> ethic. Two should weeks. I, yeah. Yeah. Should have that up for you. <laughs> Friday week. Yeah, Friday week, no problem. <laughs> 200 cash, bish bush. Unbelievable enough. Look at that. That is incredible. That is I madness, think she quite liked him, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> that is beautiful. It'd be nice if that was you, just a big gold top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My wife said I had something to put up for Father's Day. <laughs> oh, that's such a oh. lovely surprise. <laughs> um, no, I was just thinking when you were saying about running in the heat, I suddenly realised that for some of those people in Richmond Park, when they called off that marathon in the middle and they're out on the course... Yeah. Must have just thought, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I was some hoping something like that would happen. And some of them probably didn't realise. They're probably still running it now. <laughs> yeah. see, when does this end? <laughs> yeah. In fact, like the Vietnam War just yeah, there. The way years. they told the runners, they said, for you, Tommy, it's a war is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Time to stop running. <laughs> so, I was... Uh, Lucky in another way. Basically, just purely, you know, selfishly, my take on the thing was really enjoyed it. And all the yeah. things, all the negatives, the heat and the sluggishness and everything, they were kind of, I was ready for them and, and they were within the compass of my enjoyable days. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I felt strong as well. Anyway, one of the things I'd done was I booked myself on a train that, with my experience of getting back to town from the finish line, Gave me a bit of a fright because I put myself on the train at 20 past three. Yeah. And uh, it was nice to get me home in time for dinner. It was quite a cheap ticket. But then when I found out the start was at 11. Yeah. It could be a little bit. It could be a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, being me, off in a hotel for a weekend of comedy, I fussed about this a lot. I was in touch with the people at reception about whether I could get a late checkout. And they were like, no, but we have got rooms open for showers for people doing the run. Nice. It was all packed. Anyway, long story short, I was uh, fiercely efficient. I said to 
people before I went, I wasn't really planning on breaking stride. It was like, go with the finish line. Yeah. And then just walk to the metro and then head back. Yeah. In the end, I went straight to the Parkinson's UK tent. Right. Said hello. Got my picture took. Yeah. And uh, grabbed some lunch out of their fridge. They had a that fantastic fridge full of rolls. Nice. vegan ones. Well done. Grabbed a couple of those. Nice support. And I got straight on a bus. Yeah. Which headed off to town. By this time, at around for my wave, it kind of just gently clouded over at about 11 miles. Not g- grey, yeah. just a thin film of cloud across the sun, you know, high, right. high cloud. And that was so such a relief in the beating sun. And, uh, and then by the time I got on the bus, it was kind of quite overcast. Yeah. I went back to town, went to a hotel, Oop. had a shower and got changed. Yeah. Got my bags. Yeah. Went to the station. My train was actually delayed, but I was still half an hour early for it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I got to the station with about, you know, like a, a, an hour yeah. to wait for my train. So, well, this isn't ideal. Oh, and got food as well. Got myself some more food to have on the train. Nice, yeah. And uh, I looked at the station. The skies are getting quite dark. I messaged Judy. I said, I think the weather's broken. And honestly, seconds after I'd sent that, it was like... Really? I saw pictures of it. It looked pretty... Yeah. It was serious. It looked pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah the ra- it was real proper weather, breaking weather. You know, yeah. like that last few months' rain fell. Yeah. And of course, never mind running slower, they started all in waves as well. So there was there must have been people out there very much still running in that. Yeah. Or still doing the course in that. Yeah. And uh, and then it really knocked out the buses and trains for a while. So I think it was Emma um, who was up there, who I think is from Oxfordshire, but she was up there and she was like, there's a happy finish line photo. And right. then, uh, oh my God, I'm soaking wet and I can't get back to town. <laughs> Nightmare photo from just a few minutes later. Yeah. I was so lucky with my, uh, the way it panned out. They're sitting on the platform there. It's hot there. Oh, we'll get around it. Yeah. Um, just watching this torrent, this deluge. Yeah. And I just didn't just wasn't part of my day at all, you know. Lucky me. What they got? What's happening here? Someone's got quite a serious... Something, some sort of serious football training. Football training. It's up in quite a big space. There's a lot of <laughs> colourful bits of kit. And the only trainee footballer is... A small, ch- a small toddler. <laughs> yeah. Bless him. Go for it. So this is Kensington Gardens now? It is. Right. And that's Kensington Palace. And uh, we're about to go between it and the Round Pond. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is uh, it's named after a guy called Joseph Round. Who designed, it's not, it's not. Right. <laughs> so yeah, you did that. So what yeah, did so it leave you thinking, you're 10 on uh, It left me thinking that I need to get a long run in a couple of long runs this week. I might, in fact, have a long run. Today might end up becoming a bit of a long one. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you just need them. Yeah, and it's still, we've got time. Yeah, but not yeah, from much. From here, it's, we're four and a half weeks out. Yeah. So not much, though. No, no, no. Yeah. Got a little time. Yeah. Because I'm planning a long run this Sunday or Monday. Right. But then it will be time to wind down after that. Also, trying to play the cusp 
of the weather, you know. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be a little bit cooler in the coming days. We shall see. So I, you I went to the doctors. Yeah. But it's all a bit after the fact. But after this, uh, after the Great North Run, last couple of days, I have had a little just grumbling chest pains. Yeah. Good thing is, you know, these days it's quite hard to get a doctor's appointment. Right. And, uh, two words that will get you a doctor's appointment. Chest pains. Yes. Would have got me an ambulance if I wanted one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, here we go. So that's the palace on the left and the, the round pond. Oh, nice. Good spot. Mm. Very old, the round pond. It actually predates the serpentine, which in turn was really... Uh, Really groundbreaking for not being like a formal shape, right? Being it's got like you know, sometimes it's shaped like a snake. And when they built it, everyone was like, What the hell do you think you're playing at? Yeah, it's beautiful. You made a lake that looks like a lake. What were you thinking? Here you are. So, this is it. These are your Father's Day presents. This is your palace, and they've done you that statue down the way. So, that's nice. It's very, very kind of them, aren't they? Good to you, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what was I saying? Something fascinating. I don't know. I went to the doctor's. Yeah, about, the, about your chest pain. Yeah. yeah. Just a bit worried about it. And Helen, as a medical professional, said, tell me where I went to the doctor's. Yeah. So I went. Yes. And uh, the original overarching theory that it was something kind of in an odd place, but muscular, like a intercostal muscle, as in between my ribs, but on the, <laughs> on the organ side. Yeah. Is... Uh, the doctor signed up to, so... Right, okay, well, that's that worked well. And yeah. uh, he just said, yeah, if you were having an ongoing um, heart situation... You'd know about You wouldn't it. be able to knock out a half marathon. No, no, no. And go, oh, good, I've got time to get my train. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, which is kind of yeah. what I thought, but... But it's still good to get it checked. That's right, exactly. Yeah. And it is, it's a funny thing, going right back to our 10 mile, it's that funny feeling of being really quite fit and also shonky in kind of non-specific ways, you know. Sometimes I think it's just age, other times I think I think it'll pass. I think there's I think it's, it's like this summer. I think it's combinations. I think I think it's a little bit a little bit of age being in the middle of lots of running. Yep. You know. I think also I, I don't know about other people but being thrown off rhythm in August and that Gave me the distinct impression I wasn't doing any training, but when actually I was still doing plenty. Yeah. So that leads to my my mindset to be a bit skewiff, you know. Yeah. So it's nice to uh, get take these things off and get into a get into a rhythm, you know. Yeah, and you've got four weeks till. We've both got four and a half weeks, so I mean, I'm looking for. I need two two long runs, really, over 18. Yeah. Over 18 miles. Yep. And, and how about you? I think I need one. Yeah. I think I'll... Because uh, you've got so much in the bank. It'd be nice to go out and do a really steady, really gentle run, but get right up to like sort of 22. Yeah. And then uh, if that feels... If that doesn't knock me out too much, then uh, maybe another, you know, taper... Do a early taper, longish one after that, you know? Right. So... 22, four weeks out, half and a marathon, yeah, 13, or a bit longer, yeah. three weeks out, and then bring it right down from there. Yeah. I mean, I think that fitness-wise, if I keep doing my stretching and my yoga and stuff, that yeah, the long run I'm going to know, 
but I think I'm fit enough to knock out the double figures run. Yeah. Without taking days and days to recover. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's how you feel in the days afterwards, isn't it? You can yeah, yeah. struggle through a 20 miler. It's just how you recover, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's sort of almost where you find it, where your fitness is, isn't it? Yeah. I'm very tired this week, but it's mainly because everyone's gone back to school and suddenly keep getting up at quarter past six really in the morning. Really early in the morning, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I never go to bed early, or if I do, I lie in bed reading the paper. Never go to sleep early. And so it's time to bring the nap back. Yeah. I'm very yeah. much back on the road this week. It's good to bring the nap I'm off back. to Bury St Edmunds and Macclesfield and Milton Mowbray. Is Bury St Edmunds the Sunday gig or the... No, it's the it's, uh, same, I think, as well as the nice... There's, there's three gigs in Bury St Edmunds. Right. There's that one that's been going for a long time that's upstairs in the Corn Exchange. Yes. And there's one Which in is the, really good fun, yeah. One in the club run by a woman called Kirsty who hosts it. Right. And then she also books one for the Theatre Royal. Okay. So it's that one that I'm doing. I think Kirsty's not well, but I'm on with a Norwegian comedian I uh, was actually on with at the weekend, Thor Stenhaug. Have you seen oh, him? Oh, right. I haven't seen him, no. He's very good. So, properly... Uh, it's a good build. Yeah, Jenny Collier's on too. Oh, that'd be good fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, and then Macclesfield and Melton Mowbray. I'm staying away. Yeah, Macclesfield's 200 miles away and yeah. Melton Mowbray's 100 miles back, so it's a long... got myself a little Airbnb. Right. Oh, let's go this side and get the grass under the trees. Yeah. And uh, it's all well and good, but as previously discussed, my son goes to university on Saturday. All right. Last night was our last Ooh. family meal together before oh he goodness. goes. Oh, what was that like? It was lovely. Yeah. We had burgers. We watched Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Honor Among Thieves. Yes. Which I enjoyed a lot. In fact, me and my son enjoyed it a lot. And my wife enjoyed the nap she had during it. Yeah. <laughs> not. He's really, fun- really not her back. They're funny, those sort of <laughs> rights of sort of final meals. Because obviously, you've had, you've had all your meals. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's the last one you're having for a while. But, and you want it to be... A, there's part of you that wants it to be a bit sort of portentous or symbolic, but obviously it's all the meals you've ever had in your life leading up to that point that make it meaningful. Yeah, that's right. You know, and you have it's to it's say, not like we I haven't mean, eaten together before, you know. That's right, and it'll be better than the other one and everything. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, it can't be a big deal. No. It's the very fact that it isn't a big deal. Yeah. It's what makes it a big deal. Yeah, yeah. But when you drop them off, so you won't, you're not going to be able to drop them off? No, dropping them off on Saturday. Yeah. Right. I cancelled a gig, Paul. <gasps> yeah. I cancelled a gig. Wow. I'd like to I make out like that's unusual. But <laughs> yeah. well, it is for me, not for you. I never cancel gigs. I'm too tight. So the, uh, I hope he knows exactly how much. Um, well, well, you'll have to tell him. Yeah. And get him yeah, to pay those, me back. Yeah, those moments. Just 50% fee. Yeah, you can't mess with those moments there, but that's big stuff. No, it's that. pretty key. Because that is... That is portentous. Yeah. That does feel... Well, it's the opposite, isn't it? It feels a bit of a... On the one hand, like you say, a family meal is something you all do every day, and it's just the day-to-day. Whereas... Dropping your kid off. We've talked about everything, but we haven't seen it. We'll be there in this new place, a new door. Yeah. A new dawn. Yes. Yesterday... You haven't done that before, have you? We ordered some 
new glasses and they won't be ready in time, so they're going to send him send him to him, right? Right. And uh, to do that, we had to find out what his new address is. So I was in a different shop. We were doing all kinds of stuff. And I got this WhatsApp in, which is his new address. Yeah. And like you say, that's like, it's like, clang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. new address. Yes. Ah. That's change, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess that's his first new address since we moved into our house in 2008. Wow. So you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Change. I think it's going to be great, though. It's just, oh, of course. It's yeah. one of those things, a bit like you can compare it with the big running event. We've just got to the point now where we have to live through it just to see what it's like. Yeah. There's no other way. You've started the tape. You've started the tape. You've had the last meal together. Exactly. The tape is on. Yeah. And funny enough, I had some extra jacket potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> just force yeah. of habit. Yeah. So, I think as I came into the... Uh, park, I was going to say, oh, it's not really autumn yet, it's still green, but actually, the leaves have started to turn, haven't yeah. they? When you first went onto the soft bit down south there by Rotten Row, you're going through the dry leaves like, like a toddler. It was great. You well, weren't. He wasn't making a fuss. Well, the seasons have sort of almost changed during the run, haven't they? Yeah. Feels like we've landed in autumn here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's not as sunny or green no. or sparkly as it was myself. Well, from recent experience, I better crack on before the biblical weather yeah, yeah, yeah. Some terrible... Really awful stuff happened around the world in recent days that made me think of. Yeah. There's the Morocco earthquake. Yeah. Once again, showing earthquakes so much harsher on poor people. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely brutal. Yeah, and awful. And then this thing awful. in, uh, what in uh, Libya. Did you hear about this? Was that flooding in Libya? Yeah. Yeah. It's a dam burst and thousands of people. Terrible business. Yeah. So, yeah, here's to all those poor yeah. folk. Contextualize that was, I mean, that was bang up in the Atlas Mountains, wasn't it, the Moroccan yeah. thing? I can't imagine yeah. how hard it is to, no. to rescue those people, no, to reach them. They still can't get there. So here we are, we've come back round to Marlborough Stroke, Lancaster Gate. Yeah. But we'll carry on and do the perimeter and then pick up the serpentine when we get to it again. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. Slip into the uh, yeah, no a yeah. so, couple of little loops. We're going to, uh, you have to pay for the toilet here, but you can do it. Uh, chip and pin. Yes, yeah. contactless for 20p. It's yeah. the modern world, isn't it? It is modern, yeah. I was somewhere a bit further away recently, and it was like, oh, that's right, in, uh, where was I? Where have I been? Oh, in France, in Provence. Yeah. The, um, no um, contactless under 10 euros. Yeah. So feels a little felt bit. More, well, kind of feels, realistic. It feels a bit more 2010. I yeah. could work with that. I could work with that. What is that? Is that an ice cream van? You can see that car too, right? Yeah. The ghost <laughs> yeah. car. Yeah, that's the uh, Kensington Gardens lawyers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Coming to step in for a moment and sign this. Run. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So we've gone about three and a half miles. Yeah. This bit here, I yeah. suddenly remembered, is about the uh, 10-mile point on the Royal Parks half. All right. Yeah, which, yeah, as you can imagine, is... Either a week off or, or maybe even on exactly the same day as the Yorkshire Marathon. You've never done the Royal Parks half, have you? Um, no, is that, is that the big half? Is that called the big half? No, right? the big half is different. The big half is directly connected to London. Or it was in the years when London Marathon was in October. Right. It was like sort of the training half. Right. Although I'm not sure it shifted back with it yet because it was in, it's like the first half of the autumn season, but it runs half the marathon route. It's kind of like Greenwichy. Um, whopping way. Right. The Royal Parks half is here. Starts and finishes in Hyde Park. Nice, yeah. I've done it a couple of times. At both times, many years ago, it was actually my my autumn regular run before the Yorkshire Marathon became my autumn regular run. And my first half, which is really when I found out I was into it and had a bit of speed. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Really great one. Love to do it. Again, one of these days. I just think back now, it's just jam-packed with stuff I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> that great ignorance. Yeah. The early blast. Yeah. By the way, just talking of fast. ignorance, you're absolutely right. That is Marlborough Gate. I've been calling it Lancaster Gate for, I didn't for want to years. Say and it's, I looked at the Lancaster Gate's next one along. Yeah. In my defence, Lancaster Gate tube is just over the road. So someone else messed it up as well. Um, but yes, I'm holding my hands, Paul. Hands up. Happy to be wrong. Hands Happy up. Wrong. I surrender. Thank you. Hands up, hands baby. Up. If you go all the way left, it would be a soft path over there. Um, yeah, I'd like to do the Royal Parks half again one of these days. Just being in here at this time of year, it just sets it off. It's funny, isn't it, with... With the autumn, it's the way you got all this life, you know. Yeah. Spiders and magpies and leaves, and when the weather's still hot, people still out and about doing their exercise. And suddenly, it all just drops away. Never really understood about seasons properly until I was 
the run, that sense of the growing season. Yeah. Everything and all the different waves of beasts and things coming through. And then, you know, you got harvest, this harvest moon we've just had a couple of weeks ago. And then a couple of weeks, it's all going to be, yes, yeah, spiders and witches. Cold. Yeah, yeah. Sweets. Coldness. Yeah, I tried to, uh, I left it a bit late for hotels for York. Oh, no. It looks like I'm going <laughs> to have to take my dad's the night before. I thought it's only might. 20 miles away yeah. from York, but it means I'll have to, I'll have to guard myself against the, the dust and the cat hair. You sure I'll you? have to take precautions. I might wear a, I might wear a mask yeah. while I'm there. Or some kind of hazmat, <laughs> full body yeah, hazmat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got two oh, options, right? Oh, so now are you? <laughs> Surely there's no need for that. <laughs> I cannot relate to your this environment. <laughs> <laughs> The boy, you mean the boy in the bubble with the baby in the bedroom, huh? I, uh, either that, if you can't do hazmat at your dad's, had you thought about just snuggling up in between me and Julia? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Hi, you guys. Work well. <laughs> I got here first and warmed it up. <laughs> Sprinkled a few rose petals around. <laughs> but it'll, uh, it's not ideal, but it was... Yeah, I knew I was leaving it late, and then I had a look on Monday. Yeah. And it was just... 250 quid, whatever, for very oh. basic stuff. I just can't. Right now, I'd like to invite all our listeners, local listeners with a spare room, yeah. to get in touch with Paul yeah. Direct. Yeah. His mobile number is. <laughs> no, Thursk is. It, it is. It is the old cat hairs. I will have to be careful. Oh, yeah, I've slept Because you can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's sort of impervious to it. Yeah. Even the cats are starting to get affected. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's like, is no one going to do anything? Is that a new cat? <laughs> no, that's a sentient hairball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, wow. exciting. Exciting. Yeah, that's uh, something to think about. Exciting sort of month ahead of prep <laughs> before York. Yeah. Well, going to uh, hopefully get the whole, uh, you know... Once you get to York, we'll get the VIP deal. It's nice. Yes, yes. The, the place. The, I've signed up for that. It'll be very well looked after. Yeah. I didn't do any of that at the Great North Run. To be fair, you know, I didn't ask. Right. And uh, yeah. You weren't asked. I didn't. And then when I got there, I thought, well, maybe I should. I thought, well, you just be trying to seem like you're someone and yeah. there's no one you know or anything. And yeah. I realised that the uh, guys from the uh, Frog and Bucket and, and Lee, a uh, lost voice guy, were there. Yeah. It should have gone and said hello to them. But um, I just thought, oh, it's not like the old days when I'd be... It's like I, was, I wasn't any more of a celebrity when I did have no. VIP. I just was chasing it more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, just, uh, actually, just, I think you'll find a really, really quite an important person. They're just used to us now. Yeah. Yeah. But I, We're uh, so man of the people. Yeah. We've descended into the people itself. And you know... We are the people. The result of that was... I had to wait five minutes to get over the start line. What? Can you even imagine it? Yeah. Outrageous. 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 You know, the funny thing about the... Uh, something's gone down the back of my shoe. Give me a second. Of course, the big thing... You know what the big news at the Great North Run at the weekend was? What? It's Mo Farah's Mo, last, Mo, last of course. Race. Finishing with a great run, it has to be said. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. At the age of thought, he was third, wasn't he? Fourth, I think. Fourth at the age of 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Incredible. Impressive. I mean, the guy's... I didn't get it. He's a decent runner. 
<laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know what they say. <laughs> that guy can run. Right, I'm going to video this. So you can I think the internet needs to hear this. Yeah. Uh, no Paul Tonkinson's review of Mo Farah. No matter what the, no matter what you think about Mo Farah, he's a decent runner. He can run. He's fast. He's done well. Clang. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Stop the press. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to run into London. I've got to run to Fleet Street. Released purely for likes. Clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone viral <laughs> with his truth bombs. I tell you. It was great. I didn't, again, because I wasn't VIPing, I didn't get near Mo, didn't help him with his trumpets or anything this yeah. year. But, you know, obviously, fantastic response, quite right too. A yeah. lot of people cheering. Yeah. Then, when uh, we set off, when we kind of passed the first big camera, yeah. nearly all the men around me were doing the, the, Farrah. the Mobot thing. Right, yeah. Um, which is fine. Kind of thinking. But you didn't really like I don't know what role. <laughs> I don't know what role those people are playing in that, in that process, you know. No, I mean, I did like it. I like it. It's all good. I think my ego, it, it bubbles up a bit, doesn't it? But that's tough, the, the end of the Great North, right? It, yeah. You come down, you turn left, you know you're heading for the finish. And then and only then do you get to mile 12. Right. So you've got more than a mile to go. Yeah. Like all the other miles, yeah. slightly uphill. Yeah. <laughs> it takes you the rest of your life to get to the... 800 meters, 400 meters. Feels exactly like a marathon. Like right, saying, yeah, you know? yeah. This so year, tight. a mile yeah. out, big signs, loads, both sides of the road. Mo's last mile. Right, yeah, yeah. It's like, shut up! Yeah. It's my last shut mile! Up. Of course, yeah, that's a bit. <laughs> that's a little bit Mo centric, isn't I, yeah, it? I don't know what purpose that yeah. serves. I mean, yeah. he's not looking at it thinking, yay! No. Me! No. <laughs> that's a little bit extra, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But hey, hey, that's a at the age classic of 40. Deering moan. No, but go moan. At the age of 40, to, to close it out with a 63 minute Great North run. That's the way to do it. Yeah, it? the guy's the guy's got chops. Yeah, yeah. He's got chops selling a corner thing. And it's going to be. And he was talking about how running had filled a, a big gap in his life. I was chatting to. Someone on Saturday just bumped into me in a cafe in North London, Crouch End, and he's like a club runner. Yeah. And he's like just getting slower. Yeah. As he hits his 50s, as we all are to greater or lesser degree. Yes. And he said, you know, basically I can only run slow now in training. I can't do any speed stuff. And yeah, yeah. And he said, it is quite challenging because a lot of my identity is bound up with not just being a, a, a runner, yeah. being a good runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's having to recalibrate. And you could tell he was... Because some, some people seem capable of still being, you know, what they, they quantify as quick into the mid yeah. to late 50s. Yes. And they get, their, they get the carbon-plated trainers and they keep going with it, you know, and they, yep, yep. they take a few percentage points off it. And, you know, they can still stay within the realms of their previous PBs. Yeah, and it's healthy. And others just fall off. Handicap thing. It's like the percentage thing on park kind of stuff like this. Yeah. You know, it is. There's a dialogue to be had, but on the other hand, it does feel like. I mean, you can't force these things on anyone. I don't know where me and you are going to get to in the coming months and years. You know, but really, it feels like. What I'm saying is, it's easy to say this, but it feels like a learning opportunity. 
yeah. chance to find something new in, in something that you yes. can do. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so. of course, by necessity, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. That's right. The way what running means to, to one is going to change. Yes. And all you can do is embrace it. Yeah. Or pack it in. It can still Take be your, golf. It can still be part of your identity, but become part of your identity as as a failure. <laughs> Someone like who's like really bad at something. I just felt that. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say something really wise. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I felt it coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, you know how I used to be a good runner? I'm now really like bad runner. Yeah. I'm really only it. I'm really rubbish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you take I'm rubbish. Yeah, and also if you're really super fast with like running running at, you know, sixty, coming in at one hour forty five. Yeah. And then Surrounded by people giving it their all to get their PB, and you're like, "Oh God, I'm so rubbish!" Yeah, I'm so rubbish. <laughs> I'm so rubbish at this now. <laughs> amongst, like, amongst all these people, what's oh the point? God. What's oh the my point? God. <laughs> yeah, I think we've cracked it. Yeah, yeah. We are in a scene. Bit of a reframing. <laughs> we've picked up the uh, the horse trail, horse trail which will yeah. be fine. Uh, do you know they've got like one of these uh, right on the other side of the world in uh, Australia. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be fine unless someone rides Clop, over horses. Yeah. Then it'll be down, get down, get down. We're and then we'll about, have to just about okay. Jump up between the traces and climb up onto the carriage and all that stuff. Maybe anyway, it's nice and soft underfoot. We're just passing the scene of adventures. Twice we've had adventures on the top big open bit of Hyde Park. Very early on. Yeah, we got uh, lost, didn't we, around here? No. Oh, dehydrated. Dehydrated. Oh, that was it. It was our first, it was our long training run for the London Marathon, the first spring we did yeah. running commentary. Yeah. And uh, we got to the park. Three hours and nine. We got was good then, I was good. And I was just bad. <laughs> just bad runner, bad man. <laughs> and I was like, well, just run down. <laughs> We just run down and find a shop and get some water. And I, you you got to hydrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to hydrate, Ross. I you was very thirsty. Yeah, that's right. And then we came back. We were talking about that on the same spot. We went to that posh old toilet block across there. Oh, all right, yeah. You, you were in there just slightly longer than me. I came out. I said, like, oh, there's a parakeet. And as I watched it, it was caught... Killed and eaten <laughs> by crows. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at that little boy. Oh my God, oh my God. So symbolic of my running dreams. <laughs> there he goes. Look at him go. Yeah. Oh, look, they've caught him. They've caught him, they've killed him. <laughs> They're eating him. So we're running around the uh, side of uh, High Park, Park Lane side, isn't we're it? Down Park Lane, that's right. Yeah. We're going to pop across the scene of many a corporate. We've got quite a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> a very, that's absolutely right, isn't it? That's something we should share because <laughs> the really big room in Park Lane. Yeah. Experience that we've been to pretty much every one of the posh hotels down here. And died on and our had ass. horrible experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I did one at the Dorchester a couple of years ago, and I was basically the interval. Yeah, yeah. They gave it a half the awards. You get that a lot, yeah. And then said, right, we'll pick this up again in a minute. Brought me on, and everyone got up and went to the <laughs> oh, it's a tough. I was doing the big room. 15 minutes. The big room once at Pat Lane, and they, uh, it, the gig went so bad that they shut the mic down <laughs> while I was on. <laughs> That's a bad gig, isn't it? Yeah. When they actually stop your means of communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was always, it's not going well. I've always been a big fan of, and frankly, I still am a big fan of Julia Bradbury. 
great TV presenter. Yeah. Um, done lots of lovely late test chick stuff. I was excited about meeting her because she was hosting the awards. Well, I wasn't hosting the awards. I was just doing a set yeah. at the beginning. And uh, I never saw her. We kind of literally sort of passed each other opposite sides of the stage. Yeah. And she kind of came in after me and then totally sold me down the river. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. God, I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, to it was so necessary yeah, for her to get to on side with yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to meeting yeah. Julia tonight. Someone, a real hero of mine. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, what a loser that guy they was. They caught me and killed me. Yeah. Yeah. Ate me alive. And it's all about status, isn't it? Yeah. No one knows who you are. No. And that's it. They know who she is. She doesn't have to be funny or entertaining or anything. Right. And then and when people look, but also that other one, the first one I was talking about, Giles Brandreth was on. Yeah. You know what else? He was great. Yeah, Brandreth's. I've heard he's really good, Giles Brandreth. Oh, he was all over it. Yeah. He made me look like an idiot. Giles! So what was he doing then? Oh, like sort of stories. And just kind being of... really entertaining. Yeah. Talking to everyone. Hosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being widely beloved. Yes. Deeply in touch with what the room needed. Yeah. Who they all were, what they were up to. Incredible, yeah. Yeah. These guys. And then there was this other guy with the guitar. I don't know what that was all about. But could he do it on a wet... Wednesday night in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Probably could. Yeah, he probably could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely yeah. superb skills. Damn it. Yes. Damn it. It's funny with so people yeah, like Giles Brandreth. You want them to be... To us. There's part of you wants them to be quite bad because they're so well-paid and ubiquitous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then lo and behold, you're really, really good. Yeah, skills. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Let's stay on this side. Cool. So we're on... Rotten Row now, or near it. Go past the uh, um, flower garden and pick up the uh, serpentine again. Yeah. I'm in thinking, I'm going to look at the diary. It's not uh, headline news just yet, but I have to stick in another 10k in the winter there. Yes. Once the recovery time after. Yeah, we'll get some. Uh, done. Let's try and get a race between. York and Christmas somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. One of these run-through ones. I've done a lovely one here and a lovely one in Battersea Park. That was a really good event. Yeah. And that was, I think that was December when I did that. This one, though, which started right here by this bandstand. Yeah. Was, uh, it was a 10K, which I did just after the race to the Stones. Yeah. And frankly, that's gonna, it was a mistake. That's going to smart, yeah. That thing we were talking earlier on about how you... Um, Tied at the start line. Yeah, and... and Body in denial, you know. Yeah. That's like the great thing about the race of stones is left me feeling absolutely fine and didn't have any physical effects on me at all. Yeah, of course. I set off running this Nothing. 10k at, yeah, yeah. at a lick here and just started thinking, what am I doing? Oh, something's really wrong. <laughs> what am I doing? Something's really wrong. What's this about? <laughs> Mistake in progress. <laughs> Idiots. Idiot yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I just find us a. As I get older, you just need uh, early nights a bit more. Yeah. It's like I've had a few, like on Monday, Bonnie was coming back from Lisbon. Yeah. And she'd arranged to get into Luton at like one in the morning. Yeah. And then express surprise in the last couple of days of the holiday that she was getting into Luton at one in the morning. And how was she going to get back? And no one had told her, despite the fact she'd, she'd arranged the flight herself yeah. to get back at one in the morning. <laughs> so there's a lot of, there's a sort of 
sequence of psychological torture yeah. around how am I going to get back? Like, it's also definitely a 24-hour service. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. public transport is available. Yeah, no, that absolutely is. But by the same token, your mind starts thinking, it is late. If something did go wrong, you'd just feel awful, wouldn't you? Yeah. So I just swallowed it and just... I think something's going to go wrong. You've got this morbid fear of public transport. No, no, it's not public transport. It's, it's, late, it's late night. Yeah, that's true. It's the it's middle of the night. Um, in the middle of the night, in the middle of I go walking in the so I went. So I went to pick her Bump up. into Billy Joel walking into sleep. Love a bit of Billy. So I went to pick her up, got to bed at three. Yeah. And it just messes up the next day, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You're just tied out then. Yeah. Trying to watch Countdown, but just falling asleep. Want just to make yourself some tea yeah. biscuits so you forget the milk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't take all your pills. There's so much to be doing. <laughs> Had to tape Antiques Roadshow and go yeah. to bed, <laughs> yeah. etc. It's funny though. But we're still young. People getting in at like one o'clock on the Lisbon flight. They're that sort of. Everyone's really tired, but no, they have to still be awake and on it because yeah. of stuff to get doing. That sort of faintly traumatised look as I leave the plane. You know. Yeah, yeah. Airports. Yeah. Full of people like that. that yeah. Kind of thousand yard stare. Yeah. Remember, Things could go really wrong. I think I told you about this before, but when I went to uh, do the World Comedy Tour in uh, Australia, yeah, pick up the. Oh, we have to go that way. Sorry. All right, sorry. We'll leave this. Um, yeah, they said they're flying in people from all around the world to do this TV show. Yeah. And they said uh, we're having a lunch to meet everyone. It's like midday. You have to come. It's official. Yeah. And. Uh, I got there, you know, after flying from here. Yeah. Got to Melbourne at like 7 a.m. Hotel room. Raided the minibar. I had like a packet of crisps and a load of chocolates. Nice. And a Coke, all this stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Pogged it. Sick, queasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biscuit mouth sleep. Yeah. The alarm goes off. You know, and basically in a kind of flight-induced coma. <laughs> yeah. And why? Why would the alarm be going off now? Went to this lunch, thinking, I'm going to make a fool of myself here. I'm, I'm, my head's rolling around, and my, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then getting to lunch and realising that's why they did it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> 16 people sitting down to lunch, and 12 to 14 of them are muddle-headed international <laughs> comedians. <laughs> going, oh, I like to introduce myself. My name's... I don't know what my name is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are you? Where am I? Who am I? It's kind of brilliant. I also remember... Sadistic. Sadistic brilliant. Doing a... It might have even been the same trip. I don't know. But I did a uh, student ball. Yeah. For a Cambridge college that was in a field somewhere. Can we, go, can we grasp it? You might. Yeah, good idea. In Cambridgeshire. Yeah. And somewhere, somewhere in a field in Hampshire. That was in camps. Yeah. And... Uh, just went straight from there to Stansted yeah. to get this early flight somewhere, I can't remember where. And um, it was about summer, so the sun was shining, but it was no later than five in the morning. It might have been half four, quarter to five. And uh, there's all these people and young families just walking through the airport looking like they'd be yeah. they're on Mogadot. Yeah. And then, but the funny thing about that was was the toddlers. It was their world. Yeah. It was their time. Yeah, yeah. Families with grown-ups just going, ooh. Now I get chance kid, to shine. Yeah. Kid out in front, all bright and shiny and clean, just going, God, now we go over here. <laughs> this is their time. 
So we picked up the serpentine, and, but we're running in all these very fancy trees next to it for the soft, yeah, particularly soft surfaces because of all the uh, waterfowl poo. Yeah. It's been well manured, well manured. We could, uh, when we get to it, we could dip our feet in the Princess Diana Memorial Fountain, oh, if you like. I did that after, after that first Royal Parks half. Yeah. Guess what? The symbolic baggy thing of the feet. What yeah. Doesn't count as stretching. Right. <laughs> Brief paddle in a, in a fountain. Morning Mopoi doesn't stop your knees and hips. Really up to the point of agony. <laughs> Who knew? So you, are you staying on Sunday night? Talk about post post-marathon, post-race agony. You stay on Sunday night in York. Yes. Why, are you going to tuck in? Are you going to come no, no, no. tuck up alongside? I'll be home. Hiya, guys. I'll be home Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, well, it really is... Uh, talk about that being a month away. That's, uh, that's the beginning of Julia's school holidays. Right. So, yeah, you should get out of York after that because as soon as I've recovered... From the marathon. Give me some boozing. Me and Judy are going to be like, Wah! How is, how is the boozing? Well. Is there any boozing going on? Yeah, I've, I've done, I think I've had two days on in September so far. Right. And uh, that's not right, isn't it? It's, it's much better than it was. I'm trying to be strict. I'm trying to be realistic. I kind of initially planned to not drink at all to the York Marathon, but... If I can pull off like a day a week, yeah, even better. Because until the end of August, it was every day, you know. So yeah, it's a step. That's up. a huge. That's a huge change, isn't it? Yeah. My thing at the moment is, got to stop eating too much lunch. There you're was back a, on the, you're back on the lunch too. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, yeah. for kind of leftovers reasons, I started my lunch with two pieces of lightly toasted sourdough. Yeah. With just beautifully topped with smashed avocado, which is about, about a third to half of a large avocado. Yeah. And seeds and salt. You know, it was like in a restaurant. It was absolutely gorgeous. And I ate that. Starts. Thought, yeah, that, that's, that, that's a good lunch. That's my starters. Yeah, yeah. I carried on eating for about an hour and a half. <laughs> Nothing as nice as that ever again. <laughs> in it goes. And it's after... It's, it's, oh, sorry, I've got to get this. Lovely. Go on, what was the question? Is that after you... Intermittent fasting. Exactly. Yeah. That's the trouble is I come back hungry. But actually, I don't come back that hungry. It's a little bit fictional. It's just the opportunity, you know. If I'm busy or my lunch is finite, then it isn't an issue, you know. Yeah. But when I've got the time and the space, I just indulge myself. This is the fountain, look. Nice. It is genuinely as nice to paddle in there. Yeah, beautiful. And you know, you feel when you're paddling in there, it's very respectful. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like getting your feet really cold and wet to send this a message nice. to the people's princess. I wish I was more into, you know, like cycling and swimming. You could do that sort of well, I have try the... business, swimming the serpentine and that. Yeah, well, they had the, they had the Ponderthon and the Hampstead Heath the other day, which yeah. was a swim-run race. Yeah. It was a lot of people I know did. It does look good fun, yeah. I mean, swimming's always, always one of those things that I'll say I'll, I'll get into later. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know whether I will, but it's obviously really good for you. 
Yeah, and conversely, I'm really good for you. I never, I've never been, I've never considered myself any kind of competitive athlete. Yeah. When I was a child. You were a good swimmer. I was a good swimmer. And yeah. uh, it was literally as a child, I abandoned it. You know, they offered me, I was offered a place on a squad with a heavy training schedule when I was about 11. Me and my yeah. mum said, nah. Yeah. And that was that. But still at the back of my mind, I just expect myself to be good at swimming. And I'm not. Right. And it's like you were saying about running. It's just not a very good mindset. It doesn't matter. I can swim. Yeah. I don't feel like that about cycling. That's not true, actually. I think of myself as being quite a bad cyclist. And that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> I think when it comes down to it, I think there's a certain element of fluke to the fact that running comes quite easily to me. And uh, I wouldn't expect that to occur in any other physical realm. Yeah, it's stupid to try. It's like saying, oh, it's good that I can play the guitar. I'll play the flute. You know, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. Just nice to mix it up, isn't it? Occasionally, I suppose. Yeah. I can't be bothered with cycling just because of all the gear. Just can't be bothered with it. But swimming... I'll probably... We well, don't need any, do you? Just shut probably it all get off. into swimming, yeah. In fact, you could get into it now. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slip it all off and you <laughs> yeah. can go. Look, we're there already. I thought it was a bit further than this. That's it. That's, I can see Marlborough Gate up ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Marlborough Gate. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. So listen, we'll be having this conversation over and over again. But I'm going to ask you right now. Yeah. What is... What is your Yorkshire Marathon going to be like? It's, it's a bit uh, non-committal to say, but it's... I just don't know, because I haven't had these long runs yet. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely in better shape for... I'm getting in better shape than I have been for a long time. Yeah. But there's no way I'm going to do anything like racing York. I think anything under four hours I'll be pleased with. Yes. And then it's just... Anything, so anything under that is a, is, is a victory of sorts. Yes. And anything over that, if I run all the way and don't feel too bad, it's sort of okay anyway. I mean, that might change in the next few weeks. I was going to say between here and then, and I'm sure you will. This isn't, I'm going to narrow it down gonna a little bit. You're going to have to narrow it down, aren't you? Get, yeah. Create a kind of target zone. Yeah. Because we've said that before. It's it just be, too vague. It can be very difficult to go off without a sense of how long it's going to yeah. take you. Yeah. I mean, so you always get in that zone of the quicker you do it the sooner it's done sort of syndrome yes but as you know when you're not in shape the last five six miles can smart yes that's right and everything can change you want to pretty quickly you certainly want to do it as quickly as is available to you but yeah the, the way to do that is to pace it as such that the, not necessarily the final miles are not a massive drop-off. Yeah. Whilst accepting that there will be a drop-off. Yes. But not as... Oh, a fade is fine. Not as horrendous as... Yeah. As could be. No, exactly. I find it interesting. I feel like the training's pretty good and I feel strong. Just trying to read what my training is from everything from all that kind of distance and ultra stuff all those months ago to a lot of running in the heat right running different distances it's it's definitely strengthening yeah it's also slightly confusing it's just because it's been a different yeah, experience we sort of, you know 
Yeah, we sort of don't know what kind of pace you've got available to you at the minute, do we, really? No, exactly. I mean, I would really like to have pulled out that 740 metronome I used for the 10 mile in uh, the Great North Run, but it wasn't going to happen. No. And that, of course, is... That was 10 miles, and this is going to be 26. Yeah. But there's something in it. I don't know. We shall see. Yeah. I think the reason you always have to go to the toilet here at Marble Gate is because of the fountains. This is yeah, of course, of it sets you off. Almost set me off. Woo. Well, that was a lovely run. And yeah, it really was good. nice to come somewhere a bit different. How far was that? About, what, five and a half? Um, six. No, six, six and a quarter. Oh, okay. Not bad at all. Oh, we'll take that. In excess of ten. Yeah. Okay. We will take that. And uh, I love it. Let's have a... Uh, let me buy you a bottle of water. Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah. Thank you. And it is nice, like you say, we'll have to keep doing this. It's... it's uh, Maybe it's being in a slightly different space that makes you see the seasons begin to change, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe it's just gets really posh around here. And yeah, it's really. Paints, goes out and paints the leaves. It's really posh. Oh, yes, um, yes, did you speak to uh, yeah, we'd, we'd come, come really? through. We'd, we'd see if we can make it a really posh area. Over. Uh, International. Over. Comedians Ben from Park Lane. Spotted post corporate. I know it was seven years ago, but the memory still lingers over. Not VIPs, <laughs> uh, self defining accurately as failures. Yeah. Uh, bad runners, uh, if we could remove their means of sound recording, that would be appreciated of Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to us on ACAST Plus now for ad-free listening and more. Happy running. Love you. Kiss, kiss.